This is episode 565 of the AWS podcast, released on January 2nd, 2023. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS Podcast. Simon Leisha here with you. Great to have you back. I'm joined by two very special guests today. First, I'm joined by Shrey Luthra, who's a product manager here at AWS for RDS. G'day, Shrey. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How about you? I'm good. And I'm also joined by Jacob Sullivan, who is a product manager for DevOps Guru. G'day, Jacob. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Simon. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So I've kind of given it away, haven't I? I mean, RDS and DevOps Guru together at last, is it like peanut butter and jelly? I don't know. <laughs> it's like all... chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah, see, we can <laughs> argue about which combinations are the best, and then we can discuss where bacon fits into the whole discussion as well. Um, it becomes really interesting. But uh, let's let's start with the start. Today, we're talking about DevOps Guru for RDS. And Shrey, let me start with you. What is this? Yeah, so this is a capability that we introduced uh, in December 2021. DevOps Guru for RDS is a new capability, new-ish capability in Amazon DevOps Guru that automatically detects and diagnoses performance and operational issues within a database. We introduced this capability for Amazon Aurora to start with, and then we'll support other database engines in future. This capability enables developers and DevOps engineers to resolve issues related to performance in minutes rather than days. It expands on existing capabilities of DevOps Guru to include problems like resolving overutilization or misbehavior of specific SQL queries. And I think one of the interesting things about you know managing a database is it's its own special discipline. You know, you got to understand how to do explain plans. You got to understand how to manage space and storage and access. And you know, when people complain about performance, it's either always the database or it's not the database. But everyone blames the database. But we're applying some technologies here. So, Jacob, maybe let's come to you and let's talk about some of the trends you're seeing around, you know, the use of AI and ML for the developer experience because this is a little different, isn't it? It is a little bit different, and, and it's really kind of an exciting development for, for us at AWS and, and DevOps Guru. You know, we started the DevOps Guru service with the idea that we wanted to make an operator's life easier. Um, you know, we're under this concept of constant improvement, constant deployment. AWS produces these incredibly powerful resources that you can use for, for these cloud-based apps. And we always believed that the application of machine learning could help make that easier. So you could do that faster. We could automate things. We could generate insights from, from looking at the metrics and, and other observability uh, data points to make that, that easier for you to do. And so DevOps Guru really started trying to do this across the different resources at AWS. What's so exciting about the DevOps Guru for RDS implementation is it's really taking a deep dive into databases, which, as you point out, are kind of their own unique challenges. <laughs> um, and you know, you have you have Dev operators, and then you have DB admins, and and I love my DB admin, uh, but they're they're kind of a special breed of people, right? That really <laughs> get into those deep performance related issues. And gosh, that that drives and impacts your entire application stack. Um, so, so this is super exciting, uh, and, and we're really glad to kind of extend DevOps Guru with, with this implementation. 
But to answer your question, Simon, it kind of leans on a couple of really big trends that we're seeing when it comes to observability and, and operations. People want scale, mm-hmm. right? They they are looking both for rapid deployments, but also doing so, you know, with dozens, hundreds, thousands of accounts, apps, containers, et cetera. So they need something that makes their life easier. It just humans just can't scale that fast. So automation to, to, to meet scale. And then the other thing I, I, I want to plug as we're, we're talking here, proactive. So yeah. customers are expecting with all the data and, and observability and understanding of, of RDS and of how workloads can operate on AWS, they want us to warn them of, of things earlier and help them <laughs> before those problems hit. Yeah. Tell, me, tell me before it's broken and preferably tell me before my customer tells me it's broken. Exactly. It's interesting too. I'm I'm really enthused about this sort of application of ML to this domain because if if you think about what ML excels at, it's processing vast amounts of information and finding the signal in the noise. And if you think about one of the the heavy lifting pieces we do in operations is is just that. It's like we've got you know, logs, logs everywhere. What do I look at? Um, this is really turning it on its head and saying, hey, I'm I'm going to show you what you need to pay attention to. I'm even going to give you some advice about what to do. And preferably, I'll tell you before it happens, which is a pretty nice position to be in. Exactly. And what we find is even the the best trained teams, the most staffed operators, there's still just too much information for them to stay on top of all the time. And then you add in the database specialty and the domains required for SQL and, and, and managing these resources and performance in databases, it, it's become even harder. Yeah, yeah, it's it's complicated, and and I guess Shrey, how do how do um you know database admins take advantage of this from a DevOps guru perspective? What's it able to help with? So as Jacob pointed out, uh, we love database admins, and they're awesome, but they are specialized breed. And the goal for DevOps guru for RDS was primarily that okay, how can we help the developers who are not so specialized people? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the way DevOps Guru for RDS works is first thing what it does is it finds database performance anomalies. Okay. It finds out that hey, this is the problem that is there. It analyzes those anomalies and then it highlights a few things, including prevalent wait events. It tells that these are the prevalent SQL statements that are not behaving well. And it also tells other anomalous metrics if there are any, okay? Once that thing is done, then it also recommends the next steps and tells, provides you to the troubleshooting document that, hey, this is how you can probably troubleshoot the problem that is coming, okay? Then uh, this is about uh, just DevOps Guru for RDS standalone, but when you combine these capabilities with what DevOps Guru has to offer, it actually correlates the anomalies in the entire application stack. So it tells not just that, hey, this is the problem that is coming in the database, but also tells that correlates it with the problems that are happening in other parts of the application stack. And that's really interesting because it really it's you know it's all it's all part of the one. You know, a system is made up of components, and I think uh, 
I think there's some heuristics we often use. You know, there's you know t- typically a small amount of uh, of poorly crafted SQL statements contribute the bulk of inefficiency, and we've, we've all written our uh, table scan. Sorry, um, and forgotten <laughs> to add indexes back after doing an upgrade. Sorry, uh, all that sort of stuff. But um, but these are things that you have to dive into, and so so I think there's you know quite a few really interesting insights that um, that DevOps Guru for RDS can provide. Shrey, do you want to talk us through some of those those more technical components that we can really dive into? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So DevOps Guru for RDS, it identifies a wide variety of performance issues that may affect application service quality. Uh, so I talked about wait events and corresponding SQL statements. These are good starting points to begin performance investigation. And then I also talked about some linked troubleshooting guides that we provide that give detailed instructions on how to troubleshoot these problems. So when I talk about DevOps Guru for RDS, it helps identify a number of issues or it points into the direction of a number of issues. And some of them include locking pileups, inefficient queries, um, there is sudden load increase that can happen. Mm -hmm. There is CPU and memory exhaustion that can happen. Then there is network throughput or configuration issues that are there. And then there is transaction scheduling issues. For example, excessive comments that can happen as well that DevOps group for RDS can point towards. It's really fantastic because it really does get into the guts of of running a database. And you know, in my in my past lives, I've used many a database and uh, had to get uh, a poor level of DBA type skill to understand these things. And yeah, solving solving for connection issues and connection storms and IO contention on disks when well, we had spinning disks um, can be can be tricky. And then you know, how to how to fix an inefficient query can take time. And the point here is as well is that we want to make sure that our database experts are using their expertise, not solving operational problems. And so you want your DBA doing the efficient design of the database and the, the ER diagrams and optimizing and coming up with new techniques and approaches and all that cool stuff, not, not trying to figure out why is the database suddenly running slow. So it, it really does change the, the mental model. And, and I think... Um, uh, Jacob, you touched on it before, but let's maybe dive a bit deeper in, in how this is different from, you know, the metrics that you already get. You know, you get a lot of metrics out of a database and we've got all these observability tools and monitoring tools. Where does, how does this change anything? So really what, what DevOps Guru is doing, and, and Shrey talked about this for RDS as well, uh, I would reframe it as we're contextualizing that data for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anybody, any operator can go in and can look at all the different metrics. They can they can look at their graphs. They can set thresholds. They can read through logs. But what the human brain is actually doing when they're looking through all that is they're contextualizing it to the incident or issue that's occurring. And what separates DevOps Guru from observability platforms and, and what makes uh, DevOps Guru for RDS so powerful is it's essentially democratizing this domain knowledge that that a DB admin might have or an incredibly sophisticated operator would have as they you know comb through all these different data sources. How do I put those pieces together and actually generate insights that are meaningful? Give me an actionable step to take uh, to mitigate or remediate or improve the performance of of my database and my application overall. That that's really kind of the the differentiator. And you get all kinds of really cool 
they're not secondary effects. They're certainly benefits, but really cool applications uh, because of how we've we've put the ML together. Uh, noise reduction. So so one of the things both these systems bend over backwards to do is to separate out signal from noise. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't have spurious alarms or spurious optimization insights. Um, all of this is designed to to help people get to resolution faster, and we try and make the systems as easy to use as possible. Because you know, as, as Shrey did mention, and I said as well, we want to get as many people using this and and helping them to fix their databases and applications as quickly as possible. Yeah, I think it it definitely changes the perspective. And and if, for those of you who are sort of newer to DevOps and trying to understand what are we trying to solve for here as well. Think about, well, back in the day when we used to work in offices, um, <laughs> think about working in an office and I don't know about you know, around the world, but certainly in Australia, almost every week or month, there's a test of the alarm system. You know, and they do that announcement going out, the following alarm will you know, indicate this and don't do anything and it beeps and it's really loud and we move on. But what's interesting is now when, whenever those alarms go off and even if there's no warning for it, I've noted that people just don't pay attention. Like, right. It's sort of like what, you know, car alarms became the same thing. You know, people got car alarms. Oh, if the alarm goes off, someone's still in the car, quick, do something. Now, if you hear a car alarm, do you ever move? <laughs> do you right. even pay to, you just wash it out. And I think the danger in having monitoring tools where everything is alarming all the time is you kind of just go, well, I'm just not looking at anything now. And operators, their number one complaint is, uh, from observability and, and existing alarms is that noise. And you get that fatigue. And so, and for performance-related issues in databases, it's even worse because you get the alarm and, and you don't actually know how to discern whether or not there's actually a problem. Is there something mm-hmm. I can do to, to take care of this? And then it gets put on a back burner until someone else has an opportunity to, to do a deeper dive. We're really trying to eliminate that. We're trying to cut out those steps and, and help you improve your system in real time. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the other interesting things I'll, I'll point out if, if folks are starting out with this as well is that with a lot of the, the DevOps Guru stuff, um, you, you kind of turn it on, but it doesn't do anything straight away, does it? It's like it, you don't get that initial sort of sugar hit of, oh, it's done something. It's like, well, it's got to learn your environment. So it's a little different in that way too, isn't it? It's not that sort of immediate real-time view as, as much as it's learning what's normal and then giving you that view. Yeah, so both systems take a look back at the history of your applications and and how they perform. Um, they begin weeding out everything from seasonality. Um, we, we call it in the in machine learning we call it parameterization. So there, it's not technically learning on on customer data. Uh, all of the models are pre trained, but what it is doing is it's calibrating itself to how your applications act in your environments. So that again, it's it's noise reduction. It's not throwing these spurious insights that are generic to everybody. It's it's attempting to be as meaningful uh, and customized to your needs as possible. Yeah, yeah. So Shrey, if I want to get going with DevOps Guru for RDS, how do I how do I start? First of all, turn on DevOps Guru. <laughs> <laughs> Click. So, yes. and the everyone answer, should turn on DevOps Guru. What Shrey exactly. just said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, so jokes apart, like. Uh, uh, in order to turn on DevOps Guru for RDS, you just need to turn on DevOps Guru. You can turn on DevOps Guru either at your account level or for a particular cloud formation stack, or else you can turn it on for particular resources through tagging. So you can do this thing that, hey, if there is a particular application stack for which you want to turn on DevOps Guru, and you can do that and, and just get going with that. Jacob, do you want to quickly talk about the free tier of DevOps Guru as well? 
Absolutely. So DevOps Guru offers a free tier for the first three months. You're able to get a limited number of resource hours. The system builds builds on how often the resources in your application are used. So if they're lambdas and uh, they only spin up for a few hours a day versus the EC2 and, and say an RDS database that are running continuously, you pay a few dollars a month per resource for us to monitor them for you. But we do have a free tier for your first application across the first three months. Uh, one thing I, I would add on to what Shrey was talking about, we offer a lot of flexibility in what you turn DevOps Guru on for. So you can turn it on for the entire account if you want us to monitor everything. You can turn it on for applications using CloudFormation stacks. You can turn it on by tagging specific resources. Two kind of things to note, though, the system does a lot better when you tag your entire app. So if you think, oh, I'm going to come in here, I'm, I'm going to just tag a couple of the resources. Well, for RDS, because we have DevOps Guru for RDS, you're, you're going to get benefit from just tagging the RDS resources. But across the board, you're going to get more benefit if you tag the things that are connected to the RDS resources as well, because the DevOps Guru system works better when it can see the full picture. The second quick piece that I would add is that because it's training itself, uh, customizing, parameterizing, not training itself to your application, it works better in production environments. If you turn this on for test applications in your, in your test environment, your results are going to be different because it's not seeing the same loads. It's not experiencing the same issues. You're probably running test cases and unit tests through it. So it's, it's going to be a very different system experience than if you just go turn DevOps Guru and RDS on for your, your production application. And the system is read-only. And again, we have the free tier. So we look forward to hearing how it goes when you try it out. Yeah, it's worth, it's worth giving it a go. It's really interesting. And um, as you say, it's, it's for game time. <laughs> it's for the real stuff. Uh, that's where you're going to get the, the most benefit from it. And there are some some really interesting uh, workshops out there as well that you can use to uh, to showcase, et cetera. There's a cool one where it, it simulates a, uh, a memory leak in a, uh, an ECS cluster, which is always fun. So it's, it's, it's nice to see how it all fits together there. Hey, uh, Jacob, thanks so much for coming on the show and telling us all about it. Thanks for having us, Simon. And Shrey, thank you for coming on board and uh, bringing your expertise as well. Thank you, Simon. And we do love to get your feedback. AWS podcast at amazon.com is the place to do it. And until next time, keep on building.